listening to a podcast from Light FM. Good morning, it's the Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Continuing our delving and learning more about the threading world this week, we have with us in the studio someone who is actually the founder of Pretty Naughty, Siti Nurhazlin. Lynn, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, there are so many things we want to find out about the world that you're in, which is crocheting right the crochet business yes so the first thing is how did you even get started in the crochet business which of course your brand is pretty naughty tell us about the beginnings of it all okay so i actually started crocheting as a pandemic hobby back during the mco everyone is staying at home right so i was still in uni at that time and during my holidays i was kind of bored i didn't know what to do and then i saw someone on tiktok made a crochet top and i really wanted to make one and i already had all the materials with me from a past project I did in uni. So that's when I started to explore and try it out. At the beginning, it was quite challenging because like it's a bit hard to pick up crochet. Maybe mm. some people are like faster than me, but... Right. Were you starting from zero? Yes. It was Even though you had the materials with you, you said you had some of... When you said that it wasn't from a previous crochet project though. It wasn't a crochet project. During my foundation in uni, we mm-hmm. actually... I studied business. So one of our projects was... It was a group project. We had to start a business. And I gave my team the idea to make keychains, but pom-poms. So it's made out of yarn as well. And my friend actually gave me a lot of yarn and she gave me a crochet hook. Nice. But I didn't know what it was and I didn't (laughs) know how to use it at that time. I think that was back in 2017. So I ignored it. And then back in 2020, that's when I realized, oh, I have a crochet hook so I can try learn crochet. So that combined with the TikTok video that you saw. Yeah. And then I searched on YouTube some tutorials. At that time, there weren't a lot of tutorials. So crochet wasn't a trend yet at that time. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that hard to learn, but it was challenging because you need patience for it. What was the first thing you made then when you were, when you picked it up? I attempted to make a top. Attempted. I I like it. Attempted. What happened? What happened? So crochet isn't as easy as it sounds. There's actually different hook sizes, different yarn types, yarn weight. And I didn't know any of it at that time. So I used the wrong yarn. I used the wrong hook. So everything turned out too big. There was too much gaps. It turned out ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that was the beginning of it all. How did that then lead to you actually starting a business? Since I started out making tops, I actually didn't like how the tops turned out. So I switched to making plushies. And that turned out better for me. There's a lot of kids in my family family like my brother's kids Mm -hmm. so I enjoyed making plushies because I felt like I can make gifts for them and I really enjoyed making the plushies because they turned out quite cute even though my first few plushies are not pretty but now just to be clear plushies (laughs) are stuffed animals right yes stuffed animals so what were the types of animals that you made initially then I started out making a small bear it turned out all right and then (laughs) I ventured into something bigger I made a bunny plushie and then I made a bigger bunny plushie and then I attempted to make cats And then I found out that they actually sold crochet patterns, which Mm -hmm. is instructions on how to make something. Okay. So that's when I started to buy some and make more plushies. I learned how to read the patterns. My friends actually are the ones who encouraged me to start the business because they like the plushies that I made. Yeah. And then they wanted to buy it from you as well? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So like I made gifts for them and then they were like, oh, you should try turn this into a business. My family said the same thing as well. So I just tried selling plushies. That's really good because your family and your friends were like, you've got this great idea. They wanted to support you as opposed to some of my friends who they found (laughs) out I could do something. They tried to get it for free. Your friends are so much better than mine. We're going to find out (laughs) more. (laughs) (laughs) In the threading world, we're in right now from Pretty Naughty. (laughs) 
because you focus your business pretty naughty on crocheting why not any other type of craft like sewing and painting and jewelry making and stuff but you've still decided to stay true to crochet only why for me crochet is like you can make almost anything people often confuse knitting with crochet but with knitting ah. it's not as free as crochet like with crochet you it's easier to make plushies and like other things besides clothes mm-hmm. so for me like there's a lot of things you can make with crochet I did try other crafts as well. I tried jewelry making. I'm just not that creative with designing jewelry, so it's not my thing. Okay. Even though I wish I could make make them. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there's still an opportunity for that. So you have yes. tried other avenues as well, other yes. types of ways to release that creativity that you have, but the medium that seems to work best for you is crochet. Yes, I also am trying to venture into sewing, but huh. it's really hard to learn for me, especially since I'm learning it myself. So, for Ryu, I actually tried sewing clothes for my cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was a long process. So, it's something I have to learn over time. But okay. for now, crochet, I think that's my main thing. Now that you've made a name for yourself, Lynn, you know, many people know about Pretty Naughty and you've got a pretty stable number of clients who are coming back to you as well mm-hmm. and customers and new customers as well. Would it be safe to say that you do pretty well on a monthly basis? Yeah, I think I do quite all right on a monthly basis. So then, what are the challenges that you have faced to reach this point in your business? What are the biggest challenges that you've had to deal with to get to this point? Okay, since my business is in the creative industry, mm-hmm. so the thing about being in crafts and arts related things, like I get burnt out pretty easily and since I'm running this business all by myself, sometimes I do lose motivation and it's quite hard to... Uh, you know move forward especially with doing artworks kind of things like sometimes i tend to compare myself with other crafters and i feel i feel like i'm not putting out anything new right it's the pressure you put on yourself yes yeah. basically but i'm still learning to overcome that but so far that's one of the biggest challenges yeah so losing when... motivation is very it can affect my business basically right because if i'm lazy mm. and i don't work my orders won't be finished and i won't be making new things mm-hmm. So it will affect my business. So I have to try stay motivated all the time. So how do you then deal with that? Because you are doing very well. You're very successful. So when you face those situations where you're dealing with trying to overcome feeling demotivated, how do you overcome it? When I do feel demotivated, I just give myself like a day or two to mm. like relax and recharge. Do other things that I love. I love playing games. So I want to like come back to my craft like feeling happy. Because right. when I'm not in a mood, I can't make anything. Crocheting and anything like you've mentioned, these are things that are perceived to be activities that are done by older people, <laughs> generally speaking, right? So you are not an old person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how do you then approach crocheting from a young person's perspective and then make it appeal to other young people as well, or people who are young at heart in that case? How do you apply crocheting with a youthful flair? Okay, first of all, I knew you were going to ask this question. <laughs> okay. So Because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes. think you're that old. That's a good that's a good answer. All right. <laughs> yeah, tell us, yeah. So, if you've seen my work before, 
if you've seen the clothes I make, I make mainly cardigans nowadays. Like okay. I would add cute things to it, like cute patches, like hearts. Some people request like cute animals on it. Right. A lot of people like frogs nowadays. Okay. Like old people can make the same thing, but mm-hmm. usually they don't make those things unless yeah. I don't know, maybe their grandchildren request it. Usually, it sounds like you listen to what the people who are your age want. So based yes. on what they want, you make that item because you're yes. listening to. You've got a, a group of people ready to tell you what they want. Yeah. So aside from frogs, what else is like really in right now? <laughs> There's a lot of aesthetics that are in right now. One okay. of it is like fairy core or something, cottage core. What is that? Fairy core? <laughs> Basically, fairy inspired items. Oh, like, understand. Very okay. magical, mythical. <laughs> I'm imagining like spider webs and wings and things like that. Oh, uh, wings. Yes. Okay. Like fairy wings. So nice. if you've seen my work, my main focus right now is actually jewelry boxes. Oh. Jewelry boxes in the shape of cakes. What? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people really like those because like sometimes people like to buy pretty cake to take pictures. But when you eat it, it's obviously gone. You can't keep it forever. <laughs> right. So I make them into jewelry boxes right. so they can keep it forever. I call them everlasting cakes. I understand that they are in the shape of cakes. But people actually use them as birthday cakes as well. Instead of the edible type, they use it as a birthday cake. They light a candle maybe. Not on it, obviously. No, no. It's crochet. <laughs> but like maybe a digital candle that they can blow out. And then they get to keep this cake forever. Yes. Like some people buy it for birthday gifts. Right. I think it's the perfect gift right. for a birthday. Is everything customized or do you have some that are like ready off the shelf that people can just buy? Most of the time I do make ready-made items mm-hmm. like things I design myself and then I'll put it out for sale if anyone wants to buy them. I do take customs as well but not as much as my ready stock items. Oh, so more of your items, of course we know that if it's going to be customized, it's probably going to take longer and it will cost yes. more as well because it's going to require more effort, right? Yes. So how, what's the percentage you'd say out of all of your business? How many percent of it is customized? Probably 40%. 40%. to 30%. That's yeah. still a lot though. Yeah. That's still a lot. Wow. Mm. Wow. <laughs> You've made crochet attire, bags, dolls, jewelry boxes, cakes, right? Now, you've made so many pieces up to this point already. When it comes to the one that you maybe like the most, the best one, the one that really, that you think of whenever you think of your body of work, which one is it? What would it be? You have to choose a favorite. Whenever someone asks me this question, I always answer the same thing. So, I actually joined a crochet art exhibition last year. Mm Mm-hmm. There was a lot of crocheters, like basically we create artworks and then display it at some event somewhere Mm. in KL. And I made a little miniature, it's not that little, it's a miniature, I call it Enchanted Meadow. So You're going to have to describe this to (laughs) us, okay. Okay, just imagine like a small enchanted... Like a diorama? like Yes. Okay, like... Yes, kind of like a diorama. So like a 3D-like piece made out of... Yes. Crochet. Imagine like a small little village. Okay. So in that village, there's like mushroom houses. Right. It's very fairy inspired. I made mushroom houses in it. I made a small pond with little ducks in it and then big flowers. Right. And everything is crocheted. Yes. Including the grass and the and the plains and the ground and the trees. Yes. And wh- how long <laughs> would th- did that take you? Probably two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. And it required a lot of planning, I'm guessing, to decide what is going to be featured inside this crochet diorama. Okay, so in terms of planning, I tried to plan it out, but I found out that it's better for me to just like do it as I go Mm -hmm. rather than planning it and following like a structure. So I just like freehanded it mostly. Wow. From what you initially thought it was going to be to ultimately what it became, was there a huge difference? 
Yeah, so I tried to make a sketch first of what yeah. I wanted, what I envisioned, but it just wasn't like translating into the sketch. So okay. I was like, okay, I'm not good at drawing. So <laughs> I'm just going to straight away crochet it. I wanted to add like other elements to it. So I added lights as well. So it lights yeah. up. So it's like you just start crocheting and whatever that's going to turn into, it turns into that thing along the way. Yes. Like you let the <laughs> needle do the, the thinking for you. Yes. <laughs> and where is this beautiful piece right now? At my home. Oh, so you kept it? Yes, it's of course. It's not for sale. I think for my first big artwork, I think yeah. I'm going to keep it. Now, where is it going to go from here? We know cakes, uh, the crochet forever cakes are still one of the hottest selling items that you have. But from this point on, what, what is going to happen? Is there growth plan for Pretty Naughty? I do have some plans. Like right now, I'm trying to write more patterns and creating more designs that I will write patterns for so other crocheters can make the same thing right, themselves right. because I can't make something for everybody if they mm -hmm. want something some of my customers are from the US sometimes right. the shipping is too expensive for them right. so I'm creating like specific designs where I don't mind sharing how to make it so, so you become like a chef like how a chef can make amazing food at their restaurant and then of course they also have that that cookbook that, yeah, they can, like that the you recipe. can buy and you can create it yourself. So you're going to have a crochet cookbook. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to start it by, you're going to deal with it by giving out pattern by pattern. You won't compile it into one main thing that people can buy. You're going to sell it off by, uh, you would allow it to be bought based on individual designs. That's what I'm planning to start with. Okay. And maybe in the future when I have more designs that I can compile together, related designs, then I'll turn it into a crochet book maybe. That's so exciting. How, yeah. how soon do you see this happening? I just wrote a new pattern. Uh, this is my second one. Okay. So it's currently in the testing process. Okay. So... Oh, the first one's already out then? Yeah, last year. I made okay. a pattern for a cat bucket hat. A cat bucket hat? Yeah, <laughs> a specific cat. Do you know Studio Ghibli movies? Yes. Okay, I made the cat from Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, Gigi. the witch. The witch, uh, yeah. she's got a cat, right? Yeah. Right? See, I know things. <laughs> That's really cool. So also, it's very interesting because at this point, the first one that you've released is a cat hat. And what started your interest in all this at the beginning was also you tried to create a baju for your cat back then also right <laughs> so it's come full circle it's amazing <laughs> yes. thank you so much for joining us we've learned so much about it we appreciate all that you've shared and you know if people want to find out more about Pretty Naughty and uh, about how they can possibly get something customized or even off the rack where, where would they go? I mainly am on Instagram uh -huh. so my Instagram is at Pretty dot naughty K N O T T Y naughty yes get yes. it naughty K N O T T Y because crocheting requires knots just yes. so we're clear yes <laughs> okay pretty naughty but on Instagram as well as TikTok yeah I'm on TikTok as well but TikTok is more I didn't make a specific TikTok for my business it's Understand. more of like my personal account but because I want people to see like more behind the scenes stuff right. on TikToks something more personal different from my Instagram uh, right. Instagram yeah. Perfect. And so to find out more about that, head to those social media accounts. And of course, maybe get your own customized, pretty, naughty item, including a possibly a forever cake. Thank you so much yes. for joining us, Lynn. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> and you can listen to that whole interview again on the Light Breakfast Podcast on the Shock app. That's spelled S-Y-O-K. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.